Welcome again to Mazwi Inc. I'm joined uh, today with my good brother from our last episode, uh, Mr. Nicholas Beru. Mr. Nick, welcome to the platform. Thank you very much, Jad. It's always a pleasure to be joining you. Yeah, from the last episode, the pleasure is all mine. <laughs> <laughs> it is all mine. I trust you've been well during the week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Ash, I'm very sorry about your travels. Eh? Isn't you had to travel and then... Eh? Yeah, crazy moments. I just hope uh, the COVID <laughs> thing goes goes away sooner than later. Eh? Yeah, sooner than later. Eh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. Be, be, before we get into uh, the gist of our story today, tell tell me one or two thoughts on on this COVID pandemic. What what what, what do you think from a uh, okay, both from a worldly perspective and from a spiritual perspective? Well, yeah, a lot has been said um, about the COVID-19 and one thing that we cannot run away from is it has greatly transposed our lives and our lives are, are, not, are not the same again. Mm. Uh, just on Wednesday, I was mm-hmm. in SA and mm-hmm. we were looking for some office space. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you, in South Africa, most of the buildings, they are empty and... As we speak, as we speak, it has posed a great challenge to the way business has been and is being done. Um, we have had cases of uh, people being laid from work, people mm-hmm. now working from home. It's a new world order that we have to adapt to. Literally, it is, eh? It is, it is, it is. And a lot of conspiracy theories uh, <laughs> being told day and night. Left, right, some are down. skeptical of uh, the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. are going for it. Mm-hmm. And just yesterday, I was laughing in some group that I'm a part of, and mm-hmm. someone said they had been vaccinated uh, and they were feeling funny. <laughs> Their end was heavy. <laughs> and, you know, and people are linking all this to the end times. I believe we're in the end times, of course. Of course, And yeah, probably course. this might be pointing to the birth pains mm-hmm, that are going to mm-hmm, lead mm-hmm, or usher mm-hmm. to the second coming of Christ. Mm-hmm. So we as Christians, one thing that God has empowered us with mm-hmm. is uh, the mind. Uh, we yeah. need to put it into exercise. We need to do researches. Mm-hmm. We need to understand the times that we are in so that we remain relevant. Mm-hmm. But above everything else, mm-hmm. Timothy says, Paul in the book of Timothy says, mm-hmm. we were not given a spirit of fear and timidity. But of a sound mind. But of a sound mind of love, of love power. and mm. power. So we're not afraid of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Let the world mm-hmm. run its own race. Mm-hmm. We as kingdom citizens, mm-hmm. we are running our race. Mm-hmm. I feel like giving you a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah. Rightly put. Rightly put. Sure. Uh, the topic of our discussion today is um, it is emanating from the conversation we had last time, eh? mm-hmm. and you gave um, um, our listeners a teaser. <laughs> way. Okay. We're going to talk about the four Jewish lepers, and I mm-hmm. added to the to the topic nothing to lose everything to gain just to give mm-hmm. a bit of a of a picture of where we are headed okay. um our key text today is going to be second Samuel, the second book of sorry the second book of kings mm-hmm. uh, from uh, chapter 7 from verse 1 um i'm going to read to about verse 20 i'm going to read very fast i'm doing this so that um Wherever you are, whoever you are who's listening to us, maybe if you haven't met this text before, we it would be wrong for me and for us to assume that everybody else knows about this text. But it's a very popular text. It has been preached on time and again by different uh, preachers across the board. So from this one, then Elisha said, mm, hear, the, hear the word of the Lord. I'm reading from the Amplified. That says the Lord, tomorrow about this time a measure of the of fine flour will sell for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Um just to give a bit of um of a background to, to this chapter, um the Israelites eh, had been uh, they had been encompassed by um which army was this again? The Syrian army. The Syrian army, right, yes. They had encompassed the whole city. 
Uh, it was more. It was a raid, a city, or it was a siege on the city. But they hadn't uh, gotten into the city. They just surrounded the city. Um, the whole idea being to cut off. Um, it was like a. Let's say in this day and age, you can talk of a blockade, maybe of a, of the naval, you know, or the blockade of an island, and then nothing comes in and nothing comes out, that kind of thing. So th things and situation had gotten so bad that people were even eating each other. Imagine, you know, yeah, it was really yeah, bad, said, it was yeah. really bad because the, there was no longer any food supplies and the like. So, so the second verse. Um, okay, so this this chapter, the the prophet Elisha is prof prophesying of a, a sudden turnaround of events that is about to happen. In the second verse, then the captain of <coughs> on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, "If the Lord should make wi windows in heaven, could this thing be?" But Elisha said, "You shall see it with your own eyes, but you shall not eat of it." This is a painful, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a painful reality for someone. Eh? Now four men who were lepers were at the entrance of the city's gates, and they said one to another, Why do we sit here until we die? Mm. I'll mention in the, on this phrase uh, when, we, when we start dissecting the, the text. If we say we will enter the city, then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit here, we die also. So now come, let us go over to the army of the Syrians. If they spare us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. So they arose in the twilight and went to the Syrian camp. But when they came to the edge of the camp, no man was there. For the Lord had made the Syrian army hear a noise of chariots and horses, the noise of a great army. They had said to one another, the king of Israel has hired the Hittite and the Egyptian kings to come upon us. So the Syrians arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents, horses, donkeys, even the camp as it was, and fled for their lives. And when the when these lepers came to the edge of the camp, they went into one tent and ate and drank and carried away silver, gold, and clothing, and went and hid them. Um, in the darkness. Then they entered another tent, carried from there also, and went and hid it. Then they said one to another, We are not doing right. This is a day of glad, new, go, glad good news, and we are silent and do not speak up. If we wait until daylight, some punishment will come upon us. <laughs> mm. Mm, they meant that for not reporting at once. So now come, let us go and tell the king's uh, household. So they came and called to the gatekeepers of the city, they told them, We came to the camp of the Syrians, and behold, there was neither sight nor sound of men there, only the horses and donkeys tied, and the tents as they were. Then the gatekeepers called out, and it was told to the king's household within. And the king rose in the night and said to his servants, I will tell you what the Syrians have done to us. They know that we are hungry, therefore they have gone out of the camp to hide themselves in the open country. Thinking when they come out of the city, we shall take them alive and get into the city. One of his servants said, let some men uh, take five of the remaining horses. If they are caught and killed, um, they will be no worse off than all the multitude of Israel left in the city to be consumed. Let us send and see. Imagine the whole city was left with only five horses. Oh, yeah. The situation is bad, eh? Mm -hmm. So they took two chariot horses and the king sent them after the Syrian army saying, Go and see. They went after them to uh, the Jordan. All the way was strewn was um, with clothing and equipment which the Syrians had cast away in their flight. And the messengers returned and told the king. Then the people went out and plundered the tents of the Syrians. So a measure of fine flour was sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel as the Lord had spoken through Elisha. The king uh, had appointed the captain on whose hand he leaned to have the charge of the gate and the starving people trampled him in the gate. This is the guy who had doubted what the prophet had said earlier on and the one who, who had been said to by the prophet that you only see it with your eyes but you will not partake of it. And he died. And the men of God had foretold when the king came down to him. When the men of God had told the king, two measures of barley shall sell for a shekel and a measure of fine flour for a shekel tomorrow, about this time in the gate of Samaria. 
The captain told the men of God, If the Lord should make windows in heaven, could such a thing be? And he said, You shall see it with your own eyes, but you shall not eat of it. And so it was fulfilled to him, for the people trampled on him in the gate, and he died. Mr. Barrow, mm-hmm. talk to me. Hey. Right, thank you, Jed. Um, this is a very interesting um, portion of scripture. Too much, eh? A lot to learn from uh, this didactic narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it uh, from verse 3. Mm-hmm. It starts by saying, Now there were four lep- leprous men. Mm-hmm. From verse 3, that's mm-hmm. when these guys are introduced. Mm-hmm. But we can never have a now without a before. All right. So you. it's important for us to understand and contextualize what happened before mm-hmm. this now. Okay. All right. And we therefore go to chapter one, sorry, verse one mm-hmm. and verse two, mm-hmm. probably. Well, okay. Verse one says, mm-hmm. Then Elisha said, mm-hmm. Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, mm-hmm. Tomorrow about this time a seal of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel, and two seals of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. We'll, we'll come to this right at the end, okay. but it's important that we understand um, so that we are able to put into perspective mm-hmm. the intervention of these four leprosy men. All right, let me, let me, let me, okay, digress a little bit. Okay. The Bible in the book of Job says, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. Shall be established. I want to pose a question to us, children of God. How many things have we decreed that have not been established? <laughs> the Bible says when we pray, the Lord hears and, and he answers. Mm-hmm. How many times have we prayed for stuff and it has not happened? More often than not. Now, here is the matter, Jed. Very simple. The reason why these leprosy men were able to walk into the Syrian camp and cause the entire army and <laughs> civilians to flee. It was not a small army. Yes, is because they were corresponding with a movement that was already happening in the spirit realm. The prophetic word had been released and it was looking for people who were willing to run with it. So when the word comes, it has no respect of your circumstances, your situation, your vices, your virtues, whether you are ostracized or not, whether you have got money or not, as long as the word identifies with a person who's willing to run, the rest is history. So, Jed, to answer that question, that why is it that children of God decree things and the things are not established? We don't just decree from Norway. We don't just decree simply because we want something to happen. No. Jed, as I get into the presence of the Lord, mm-hmm. I need to seek the will of God and understand the, the perfect will of God. Mm-hmm. That's why James says, we are praying amiss, hence we, 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 we are disappointed after prayer. So when I establish the things that God has already accomplished or finished in the spirit realm, I then declare those things and they will be established. If I declare things, you see, even in Matthew, if I bind things that are not bound in heaven, Jed, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so oh. the, the question now becomes, how do I know that these things, these things that I want to bind is bound in heaven? It's very simple. Very simple. <laughs> Jed, we're called into a relationship. Remember last time we were talking about the relationship that Adam and God had. Every day, they had a board meeting. The chairman and the CEO... God giving policies, Adam executing. So, when I am walking side by side with the Lord, Jed, if we become friends and we are together all the time, there are moments when I know that if Jed was here, he was going to respond to this particular matter this way. 
we, we get to that point where we know each other mm, that much. Let me tell you something. If you read the Bible in the book of John, chapter number 14, mm. Jesus calls us friends. Mm. He doesn't call us brothers or sisters, but friends. Mm. If you are my friend, I'm not going to hide anything from you. Mm-hmm. I make mm-hmm. sure that all the inform you, you, you keep my secrets. Mm. That, that's what friends are for. That's what friends are for. Mm. Yes, absolutely. So, he is calling us friends. He's saying the, the relationship that we have it's deeper. Anzi never shona. Ukam anzi usawira unokunda ukama. Unokunda ukama. Tirimasa wira ke munhu. So, ane ma secret. There are secrets of the kingdom that he he tells us. My, my sheep hear my voice. Exactly. So, it's important that we 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 build a relationship with him. And I always say, Jed, I've preached at mega conferences. Mm-hmm across the globe mm-hmm. when i'm asked to, to preach i don't care yet the magnitude of the conference mm-hmm. i'm not saying this with arrogance but i'm just no, telling you, you things I as they you. are i hear you i don't fast mm-hmm. i don't pray mm-hmm. and you say because i've been invited to go and speak to a conference now it's time for me to fast i don't do that mm-hmm. and back in the day at times i would sit down and begin to prepare a sermon mm-hmm. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I know I'm convoluting someone's uh, theology. It's okay and it, it's fine. Here is the thing, Jed. Here is the thing. Mm-hmm. Prayer and fasting is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I don't need to fast and pray because I need to, mm-hmm. to, to, to go and preach. I don't need to study the word of God because I've been given a platform to preach. I study the word, Jed, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. So, when I'm asked to preach, I just go and he has to speak through me. That's his duty. I, I, I would a relationship with him. So, Jed, when you came to my office last time, I never had sat down to prepare. Even now, I never, I, I don't do that because me and God were okay like that. All the time, if you ask me to give, I give. If you ask me to pray, I pray. If you ask me, the relationship that I have with him, Jed, I want to spend more time without talking to him. I feel bad. It brings two two things into mind. What you're saying, it's very deep. Eh? Mm-hmm. Um, Paul says, according to the power that is at work within us. Within us, yes. It, to me, it gives me. Um, let's say you are a battery. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you are going to be as powerful to the extent that you are charged. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. yes. You know, so if you are continuously charged such that you probably, let's say, on a scale of one to ten, your what do you what do they call that that meter? You know, the test power. It's always say maybe eight to ten. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it means whenever you um you are put into a camera or a light, you're going to you know you're going to work effectively. You're mm-hmm. powerful. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing I wanted to say. Remember when the disciples failed to cast out the demon? Eh? Yes. You know, and Jesus say, you know, some of these. Okay, after just direct, just after that, he explains mm-hmm. about it was about fasting and whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember my dad or even I hear him that I could always says you need to live a fasted life. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what you're saying. You know that you yeah. your lifestyle should be that you're always fasted up. You're always mm-hmm. read up. You're always prayed up mm-hmm. so that even when you are called to a task, you can simply rise to the occasion without any kuzikrenka, is it? You know what I mean? Yes, 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 yes. Continue, yes. say, continue. Right. So, coming back to our text in the book of Second Kings, chapter number seven, mm-hmm. these guys had leprosy. Mm-hmm. And leprosy in scripture meant. Uh, someone who was unclean, mm, mm, a, a social outcast, yes, mm, someone who was helpless, mm, a destitute. Mm, and if you read uh, Leviticus, mm-hmm. uh, leprosy also was synonymous with somebody who was a sinner. Cursed, is it real? Yes, someone who is cursed. So these were outcasts. Mm, mm, mm. And and yet, I, I'm shocked by this God that we worship. <laughs> That when he is about to do a mega miracle where people are living under siege, where people are in famine, he goes and identifies himself with the outcasts. 
of all the people of all, of the, of people, all the things that he could use they were learned people <laughs> they were they were business people i want to presume but he goes with the outskirts imagine i like it in the book of corinthians where paul says he calls the weak things mm. to confound to shame mm. the wise the wise yet mm. the moment you said we are weak heaven said though we identify with those people so as i'm speaking right now i'm talking to someone who is broke heaven is identifying with you i'm talking with someone who has got serious health challenges i'm talking to someone who was divorced i'm talking to someone who could not finish their o level I'm talking to someone who has failed in business more than enough times. I'm talking to someone who is at the verge of giving up. That God is looking for you. You are the right candidate for a mega miracle that is about to happen in town. You are the right agent of execution for God's plan. Exactly. But you see, there is something Jed that is unique about these guys. As they are seated there, they ask themselves that why are we sitting here until we die why am i in poverty yet oh my god there is power in what you tell yourself there is power in the questions the quality of conversations that you have the monologue the internal conversations that you have with yourself are very powerful more than what you can be told by the next person guys we have got leprosy yes we have been ostracized yes we have been cast out of society yes mm -hmm. but why are we allowing ourselves to die in this state society has cast us out it's okay yet this afternoon i was i was facilitating some meeting somewhere and and i was telling i was asking the people that tell me who gave a degree to the person who started a university where were they given the degree by who jed i tell me i who <laughs> borrowed money to the person who started a bank there is power in ideas someone sitting down and say i'm setting a program i will certify people we have certified you for us, if you to certify us no one but i'm studying it so the, these internal conversations yet become life changing so what are you telling yourself are you throwing a pity party because of what has happened to your life or are you willing to confront systems stereotypes backgrounds backgrounds family patterns of course it? yes so your pedigree does not matter that much where you're coming from is immaterial what has happened in your life you were raped it's okay but what do we yet let me say this if your past is bigger than your present and your future you regress in life mm. please say that again slowly <laughs> <laughs> if your past is bigger than your present and your future you are going to move into your future in reverse direction Jesus. you are going to regress Jesus. and if your present is bigger than the future and the past you are going to stagnate but only when the future is big will you progress in life bigger than your present and your past, and your past. so your state does not matter what matters is where are you going when you wake up what are you telling yourself when you look into your future what are you seeing no wonder the car manufacturers made the the windshield bigger than the rear view than mirror. the rear view mirror mm. exactly that's that's the whole idea so mm. Jed, did you know that a mental handicap is worse than a physical one that's the reason why was it Malcolm X who said that the greatest weapon mm. in the hand of an oppressor mm -hmm. is the mind of the oppressor. The mind of the oppressor. So as long as you have internalized your oppression, 
no matter what we try to do to you yet, you always go back to that state of oppression. As a man thinketh in their heart. As a man thinketh in their heart, so easy, and as he continues to think, so he becomes. I want to comment on um, what you just said, that in a sense, you are, you are the most profound of prophets of your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, this, this four, just to echo what you're saying, Mm, okay, from verse three. Now four lepers who were now the four men who were lepers at the end of the cities, and they said one to another, mm-hmm. "Why do we sit here until we die?" Verse yes. four. If we say we will enter the city, then the famine is in the city, and if we shall die, and we shall die there, and if we sit here, we die also. This was a situation where left, right, center. Mm-hmm. It was it was helpless. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember in, in, in our vernacular, there's a team that says Kutram San and Yes, 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 yes. You know, mm-hmm. they were in a situation where they they, I mean, they'd they'd lost, they'd almost lost all anyway. Of course. So they had more to gain than they had to lose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They continue saying, "So now, come, let us go over to the army of the Syrians." You know, I was thinking about this this verse. Imagine the the option they thought to take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was not an easy option, eh? It wasn't. You are going to your enemies mm-hmm. for survival. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm thinking. Um, it brought to mind um another character in the in the good book, who did the same. Mark chapter five, verse 20, uh, 25 to I don't know if I'll read it up to thirty four. But uh, this is the the story of the woman of the issue of blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to read uh, one of the verses when she said to herself, yes. uh, Mark chapter 5, verse 25. Mark chapter 5, the 25th verse. Hmm. There, there's something that I want you to say. I hope I, I quoted the right book. Because remember, this story, I think, is found in all the four um, synoptic gospels. Mark chapter 5, verse 25 to 34. And there was a woman who had a, a flow of blood for 12 years. and and who had endured much suffering under the hands of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was no better but instead grew worse. She heard the reports of uh, concerning Jesus and came up behind him in the in the throng and touched his garment. For she here verse twenty eight, I'm reading from mm-hmm. the amplified. Mm-hmm. For she kept saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if only I touch his garment, yes, I shall be restored to health. And, verse 29, and immediately a flow of blood was dried up at the source. And suddenly she felt in her body that she was healed of a distressing ailment. Mm-hmm. You know, she kept saying to herself. Yes. Yes. So we are saying you, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the situation, you have to keep saying to yourself. And you have to say it to yourself until what you are saying to yourself begins to speak back to you. You are taking it a notch deeper. Yes, you you have to convince to be convinced beyond any <laughs> shadow of doubt that this thing yet is mine until yes. it starts speaking back to you. Exactly. So it's not enough for me to you know say we, I wake up ah you know thank you Lord for protecting me in the night. I am I I'm I'm a millionaire in Jesus name. No then, no 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 no. And then you go about your business and then you do it tomorrow and then. Jed, can I give you a testimony? Talk to me. After we got married with my wife, we stayed mm-hmm. for several years without a child. And mm-hmm. medical science, the doctors, mm-hmm. he said she cannot conceive. Okay. We went to South Africa, we were told the same story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We then went to India, mm-hmm. where we have... Where the gurus yes, are, the medical yes. field. Mm, mm, yes, mm. I remember that afternoon in Dr. Sonos. Uh, uh, rooms, mm-hmm. uh, a respected gynecologist saying, we're sorry, nothing mm-hmm. can be done. Mm-hmm. The only thing that you guys can do is either to go for IVF or to adopt a child. And she tried to preach to us that a child is not does not necessarily mean they have to be biological, you can adopt, still raise a family. And they now want to sound intelligent. Yes, yes, yes. But we said, <laughs> no, we don't, thank you. We, we, we're not buying that. Yet, I got into a space where I shut everything, the world, 
the noises from the yes. world. Yes, and I familiarized with the secret place. Mm-hmm. I had to go to the threshing floor, mm-hmm. spend time in prayer, and I remember that other afternoon my wife went to the mall. I gave her some money and she came back yet with bags. <laughs> I remember, I remember of this testimony you once told me. <laughs> baby clothes. And I'm like, what's going on? And I said, baby, this is the faith that we're talking about. Mm. We are going to have our own child. Forget about medical science. Mm. We began to pray. We began to believe God. Faith without action is dead. It is dead. I remember on a Thursday afternoon and seated in my car, meditating upon the word of the Lord. And the spirit spoke to me audibly. Mm. It was around 3 p.m. and said, your wife is going to conceive tonight. And I told her. She said, I believe it. <laughs> um, a few weeks down the line, we were going to church where the prayer convention, it was in June. And we passed through QV Farmers along mm-hmm. Angwa. I think mm-hmm. it's Angwa and Kwame. Kwame, yes. Mm-hmm. Bought a, a pregnancy test and she was confirmed positive. <laughs> It, it, I, it I can imagine the, the medical joy. science. Yes. Mm. So, 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 I'm saying, Jed, we were speaking it, we were believing it, we were convinced beyond any shadow of doubt that we were going to have a child. Whatsoever. Whatsoever. Yes. Mm. So, these guys began to say to themselves. To themselves. And, Jed, the most important thing in life, <laughs> Jed, is... Okay, let me give you another testimony. I was supposed, I was meant to go for a very important engagement mm-hmm. in New York mm-hmm. a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 the trip was, was quite costly. Okay. And I really needed to be presentable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't have enough money then. I hear you. So I needed... A good suit, and yeah, you know how it is. You, you couldn't afford the double breast that's buttons <laughs> that you are that you are doing <laughs> these days every day. Yeah, yeah so you know, you know, it was a crazy moment then. So, what did I do? I'm talking to my friend, mm-hmm. I say the, 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 the shop that has the best suit in town, it's mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, along, uh, is it Jason Moore? Yes, Jason Moore. And, and my friend said. Do you know the prices in for me? <laughs> she made that. Yes. Then I said, yeah, I know the prices. So why can't we go and talk to Mr. Chimedza? Mm. And I say to myself, what if he refuses? And my friend said, what if he agrees? <laughs> we we have nothing to lose yet. Tagara, you have everything to gain. Yes. You never know. You see now. So rather we go. We, 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 we give it a shot. Jed, we went there. Everything for free. Wow. And since then, wow. Miss Meza has become wow. a good friend of mine. Wow. All my wow. suits, Jed, wow. I wow. buy from Forme. Wow. Wow. Because of that gesture in 2012. Wow. So, I'm saying that at times, it was Imagine if I had not gone there. I could not have gotten the suit, mm. the shirt, the tie, and the shoes. Mm. And I could not have had the relationship that I have mm. with Mr. Chimedza mm. uh, now. Mm. So, what I'm saying is, <laughs> there is power in, in, in making your mind so resolute. So, what we need to look at is... These guys came to a point of desperation. <laughs> they, they were desperate for a miracle. Mm-hmm. They, they, they came to a point where they were saying, chawia, chawia. Chawia, chawia. Just like <laughs> Just like what um Jed, I want you to picture this. <laughs> what the freedom fighters did. It's like you you read my mind. Big in the day. Mm. Imagine fourteen year old, fifteen year olds. I know. I living know. their homes and say, Trugwenda gonna sunungura nika. Yet that is an audacious move. Kuta woman sister end. These these guys, the VPs, we are told they went to war when they were fourteen, fifteen. Yes. And some of them they became ministers when they were twenty two in yes. their early twenties, in their early thirties. So I'm saying, Jed, hmm. 
there is power when you make a resolute a resolution that I'm going for that particular thing. Now, after making up your mind, mm-hmm. be adventurous. Be willing to go to uncharted territories. Be willing to do what you have never done. Be willing to do what has never been done. Now, yet I was in prayer the other day, and I was asking God. Mm. And I was saying, but God, you love us so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why is it that you had to hide gold? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, deep, deep down there. <laughs> what manner of love is that? Why wouldn't you just put it on the surface I, and we just pick it up and we just And go. it's just not gold. Eh? All the precious minerals, the, metals. They are hidden down there. And you, and you know what he said to me? Mm-hmm. He said, Nick, what do you think the person who found them mm-hmm. was doing when he found them there? <laughs> so, an adventurous mind is an incentive mm. to his honor. Because and, and it's, it's a fact. Eh? It's like so you yeah. very deep what you're saying. The Lord said, because uh-huh. come to think of it, Joshua, I cheer Yes. You know what I mean. You're oh, digging, yes. going. Where are you going? I mean, what what are you even digging up for? Yes. And 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 uh, yet, this I'm speaking to my fellow children of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just digressing a little bit. Mm-hmm. The other time, I'm, I'm, I'm flying from Dubai, I'm going to New York, mm-hmm. and I just begin to reminisce about my childhood, mm-hmm. our, our residence, so on and so forth. Mavuku. Yes, in Mavuku. <laughs> Jed, Jed, you have no idea. People in Mavuku, where I was born and bred, I came to the Lord when I was eight years old. Okay. Every Friday, we would have all night prayer band mm-hmm. uh, meetings. Okay. I've never seen people pray the way we used to pray back in the day. Jed, going next to a brother in prayer, you, you feel inadequate because hmm. you listen to their vocabulary, the depth, how they are changing gears in tongues, and you listen <laughs> to your kindergarten type of prayer. And you say to yourself, oh my, 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 I'm wasting time. I don't think the Lord is even interested in this thing. You'd rather listen to, to, to this, my brother's prayer, than mine. Yes, but years later, Jed, not that I was doing a comparative analysis, but... Mm-hmm. I was just looking at the lives some of my colleagues were living. Mm. Very miserable lives. Mm. Those people who used to pray so hard, things are not coming together. And I'm saying, God, but why is that so? I just found myself teary as I was flying. And the Lord said to me, Nick, your understanding of prayer will not compensate for your ignorance in financial matters. Please say that again, slowly. Your understanding of prayer, of prayer is never going to compensate for your ignorance in finance. <laughs> How am I marrying that statement? Financial with, literacy. Yes, with what I'm saying. In as much as we are saying be adventurous, in as much as we are saying speak positive, do something that you've never done, mm-hmm. it's high time we children of God put credence and emphasis on knowledge and information. <laughs> we are living in a fast-changing world where information that is current today is absolute the next day. Information is flying at the speed of jet speed. Mm, 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 you see? Mm. I was listening to some other guy. Okay, was I reading it? I don't remember. But anyway, they were saying, um, I hope I'm saying it accurately, the, the average degree lately Mm-hmm. Is only maybe valuable to about what is it three to four years something like that. After mm-hmm. that, it becomes almost obsolete. Exactly, it would be true because, Jed, in mm. artificial intelligence, is a stubborn reality in our world. I was shocked. You get into some stores and in, in first world countries, mm-hmm. you get into a store, you don't find no one there, and you you, you just go to the shelves, mm-hmm. you put your stuff into mm-hmm. a till, mm-hmm. you just go to some. Where there's some um, uh, door from scanner, everything mm-hmm. is scanned. Mm-hmm. You take your credit card, mm-hmm. you swipe, mm-hmm. and the door opens. You get out. You go to, <laughs> to a gas station. There's no one there. You, you you fuel your car. You pay. Off you go. So it means the job market is shrinking by the day. 
So, my fellow Christians, how are we preparing ourselves for this reality? It's important. So, let us be adventurous. Let us celebrate strategic thinking. The Bible in the book of Proverbs says, and, and it, it speaks about very um, tiny little uh, creatures, insects, insects. And, and, and ant, a lizard, mm, how mm, small it is, yet a spider. Yes, it's found mm. in in king's palaces, yes, yes, and then yes. ant, mm. how minute it is, but mm. it prepares and stores its food mm, in summer. In summer. So, Jed, if you are small, your only advantage is strategic thinking. Mm. It's small in size, but it prepares its food. It means it's being strategic because it knows the famine is coming. It cannot go and fight mm. like, like, like a lion does. Because <laughs> the lion does not need to store food. Every no, day it's fighting. Yeah. But an ant knows that I don't have that prowess. So what do I need to do? I need to store food. Being small, yet the only advantage that I can have is strategic <laughs> thinking. You get the drift. So we are saying be adventurous, but at the same time, deploy wisdom. Have understanding. Three things that Proverbs says. Uh, you need knowledge. You acquire it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You then need understanding. understanding. Is thou the comprehension part? Mm-hmm. Then wisdom is the application. Are you then are able to apply? Mm-hmm. So knowledge mm-hmm. I acquire. Mm-hmm. Understanding is my ability to process. Mm-hmm. And wisdom is now the deployment or the application of that which I would have learned. Whenever I'm... I'm, I'm... I'm, I'm sharing on that text. I always refer to the three as the three pillars of life. Exactly. You know, or yeah. the, the three uh, tied string, is it? Where it's, so, it's so strong that it's unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Whenever you see the three operating in unison, you know, they are unbreakable. Exactly. Well, remember, even mm-hmm. I think I think it's the twenty-fourth proverb, eh? Mm-hmm. When you say it's wisdom and knowledge, um, he talks about marriage, eh? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is held by wisdom and uh, whatever. He even talks about the riches being brought into the house uh, mm-hmm. from these mm-hmm. three, you know. Yes, and yes, it yes, almost yes. says all of the things that you desire, you know, mm-hmm. are brought because of these three. Yes, yes, you yes, know, yes. I was listening during the week, uh, Bishop O or the boy. You know, you were saying, you know, it was so simple, but it was very profound. And you were saying, um, it doesn't matter how spiritual you are, mm-hmm. but you can never replace skill with how spiritual you are. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what you're saying. Yes, exactly. It doesn't yeah. matter how spiritual you are. You mm-hmm. need to, you need to compensate that. Yes. You know, with the skills, with the eye critical thinking that you're saying. Mm-hmm. That are needed, that are necessary, that are particular for your field, for your discipline, for your talent. Yes. Mm. And yet, and we, we were taught religion. Mm-hmm. We were never taught the kingdom. And religion has mm. taught some of us to be very lazy beings, to think that angels are just going to come and do stuff for us. Things are just going to happen. Uh, miracle money, miracle whatever. Please, please break that down for me. What is the difference between religion and the kingdom? Okay, I'm going to put it this way. Religion yet is men making an effort mm-hmm. to seek after God. Mm, to reach out to God. To reach out to, to God, please God. To please God. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it has mm-hmm. um, connotations of the way we portray ourselves, the way we carry ourselves. The way we dress, the way in we... In a piety manner. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> it's more of Pious how manner. we do stuff. But our hearts are so detached from him. But the kingdom yet, mm. even if you're in the middle of a jungle, even if you're in a desert, mm. it happened to me a month ago, yet something that has never happened in my life. So I'm coming from my hotel room and mm. getting to uh, uh, to the mall mm-hmm. in Central City. Okay. So I'm walking there, I'm just close by the, uh, Tasha's, you know, mm-hmm. that restaurant. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I just begin to cry, and there are people around, and not just I was, I was making sound, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I feel tears streaming down my cheeks, and I'm like, what's going on? Jed, I feel this goodness of the Lord. Mm. I feel this pleasantness of the Lord, and... And, and I'm just caught in the moment. Mm. It happened three times mm. Uh, mm. in those two days. Just feeling that 
presence of the Lord. Joy emanating from inside. Unspeakable joy. Nothing had happened to me but just feeling that joy. Mm. So I'm saying, when I'm in the kingdom of God, it's relationship best. Not works best. Not works best. So mm. at times you don't see me doing a particular thing. The Lord has instructed me not to do it. Mm. But religious people just will say, I have to wake up at six every day and go for prayer. Mm. But when I'm in a kingdom, at times I have to wake up at two. Mm. At times I wake up at seven. Mm. At times I need to rest. Because the body, I don't have to force it all the time. I but in you. a religious setting, Jed, it's six, I have to wake up. Mm. Just like the, the Pharisees, <laughs> they were saying, on a Sabbath, we don't work. But Jesus is saying, but we are doing good on a Sabbath. I am the Lord of the Sabbath. I am not subject to the subject to the Sabbath, but rather the Sabbath <laughs> is subject to me. So in a religious setting, Jed, we, we, we then subject ourselves to certain norms and uh, traditions hmm. as opposed to us having control of our lives and those particular things. Mm, no, so... Going back to our text, these guys, Jed, they used reason. That's what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They say to themselves, why die here? Mm -hmm. Let me present to you that every sound theology has mm -hmm. to be complemented or punctuated mm -hmm. with psychology. Okay. All right. Break that down for me. Romans chapter 12, verse number 1. Brethren, I beseech you by the message of God to present your bodies as living sacrifice, mm -hmm. holy and acceptable. Mm -hmm. Such is a reasonable act of worship. Mm -hmm. Therefore, mm -hmm. do not be conformed to the standards of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of, the of your mind. Yet there is no transformation which, has, which is not mind-oriented. Mm -hmm. So every form of transformation that you see has everything to do with what's happening in the gallery of your mind. That's your statement again. Theology, what? I'm saying every sound theology mm -hmm. has to be punctuated mm -hmm. or has to have a component mm -hmm. of psychology. Jed, mm -hmm. the Lord is mm -hmm. willing to use your mind to change your life. If God is ever going to change your life, he has to change the way you think. That's why he gave me the senses anyway in the first place. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, the, the next most important thing, these guys, we said, they were desperate. They were willing to see transformation in their lives. Mm -hmm. They were adventurers. Mm -hmm. And they, 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 they reasoned, they used psychology. Mm -hmm. The next most important thing, Jed, is they rose up. Jed, we have people who have brilliant ideas, who never acted upon them. Miles Monroe, one of my favorite uh, 21st century transformational leaders, says the graveyard is the richest place because there you find songs which were never composed, books which were never written, movies which were never produced produced mm. businesses which were never started mm. so what i'm jed what's what's the idea of one dreaming if they're not going to wake up and act on that dream mm. so i'm saying tomorrow go and knock that office mm. <laughs> let me give you get a crazy example <laughs> i had a friend of mine a good mm. friend of mine. Mm. So he loved this beautiful girl mm -hmm. for years. Okay. But for some reason, he could not approach her. Then she then got married to one of our friends and he got married. And so we find ourselves at a party years later. He, this one has his own family. <laughs> she is also married. She has, she has her family. So the three of us, we are at some party. You know what happened yet? My friend now, we got excited. <laughs> And he says to this lady, you know, Irene, oh, I should have said that, but anyway, it's, it's okay. And he said to her, you know what, you, are, but I loved you, but I never got the chance to tell you. Jed, she then left the party five minutes later. She said, oh, I, I, I've had an emergency, I'm going. Then she calls me later and said, oh my God, Nick, what your friend said just messed me up. 
he has no idea how I loved him. And what he just said to him, just put me in a precarious position. I thought he was just friendly. And he loved me. Oh my God. Why didn't you say something? Tell me. Exactly, that's what I'm saying, Jed. So we the corresponding are, action. You see now. So, Jed, when you love someone, why don't you just go and tell them? If you lose them, they were not yours in the first place. You see now. So what I'm saying you is... You have everything to gain and nothing to lose. Exactly. Jed, mm. in 2010, I met some guy. Hmm. I went to him and struck a conversation. It changed my life to this very day. I'm saying, as long as you have got good intentions, don't be afraid of approaching anyone in life. Mm, mm, Try that idea. If it fails, pick up the lessons and move on. So long there are no malicious intentions. Yes. Yes. Mm, And these guys, Jed, they served their generation. To this day, we are talking about them. Yes. yes, I, 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 I believe there are people who were supposed to be written in the Bible, but who gave up and they never were written. And mm-hmm. now, I got a question here. When we are doing a census, I think it's normally done after 10 years. Mm-hmm. Do dead billionaires, are they counted? No. Steve Jobs is, is not counted. Not anymore. But they rather go to Chukurubi mm-hmm. to someone on death row. As long as they are breathing in and out, they go to Parenyatwa to someone on their deathbed. Who's on their deathbed? Jed, there is hope to the living. As long as you are alive, there is hope. Don't write yourself off if you are still alive. Tomorrow is a chance for a miracle. Tomorrow is a chance for a miracle. You know, you, you bring to mind um, uh, Ecclesiastes, uh, Solomon writing in, 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 and he says, um, I'm rephrasing, mm-hmm. but I, I hope I'll get the text right. He says, um, in a live dog, Mm-hmm. It's better than a dead lion. It's a dead lion, exactly. Absolutely, yes, yes. That's, that's very correct. Exactly what you're saying. That's correct. So these guys, the fact that they are leprosy, the fact that they are broke, the fact that all the odds are against them. Yes, it does not matter. There is hope. So I think we are about to round up in the last ten minutes. Let's 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 tie this thing together. All right. Okay. Let's mm. go back to verse number one. Mm. Then Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord. Mm. Tomorrow about this time, a seal of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel mm. and two seals of barley for a shekel at the gate of mm. Samaria. Mm. There was a man, Jed, who was standing close to the man of God. You see, Jed, whenever you see an anointing, mm-hmm. Whenever you come across a man of God, mm-hmm. don't be so excited in getting closer to them physically, but rather spiritually. Mm-hmm. There are people who save at the highest concentration of the anointing physically, mm-hmm. but they are miles away spiritually. This man was mm-hmm. close to the man of God, but he never understood the spiritual things, just like the man Gehazi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very close to Elisha. But he was looking after clothes, money, and the physical things that he could get out of that relationship. Mm. So is is this guy. I want to believe probably he was an economist. He begins to reason in his mind and say, we are in this crisis. Yet it's just like someone who comes to this Zimbabwean situation and say, tomorrow, the Zim dollar will be stronger than the US dollar. Mm. And people are going to be employed within the next one week. The unemployment rate is going to go down and we'll have 2% unemployment rate. Our GDP is going to... Yet, people will say, this guy, this guy, is he in his right senses? 
this prophet <laughs> does he know our history how is, we is got he here is he aware that we have had some of the best finance ministers does he know that we once had Simbama Kone. They will that, ask him, are you sure this is about Zimbabwe uh-huh. you are talking about? Does he know that we had Gideon Gono we, we, we came up mm. with some interesting policies, <laughs> the Bakosis, the whatever. <laughs> is he out of his mind? Zimbabwe has seen a lot. I you see, <laughs> but the word of God does not respect mm. your situation, your circumstances and so on. And it so actually on. comes to change them. Exactly. Exactly my point. So hmm. what I need is hmm. to hear from God. In this season, what is God saying? Just yesterday, I was talking to a friend hmm. and saying, we've got a colleague of ours, yet the Lord has blessed him in such an amazing way. Okay. He's doing phenomenally well. And we're saying, does he know? Is he able to interpret the season that he's in? Hmm. So most of us, we, we, we don't even know. Okay. If you read the book of Chronicles, they knew the signs They understood the times. the times, what they were supposed to do in a particular season. Now, Jed, do you know this guy was probably a philosopher? And to his mind, it could not work. Did you know that in life, there are people who have got a problem for every solution? In life. You, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Not that they have a solution for every problem. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> they have a problem for every solution. <laughs> it's the reverse. It's the opposite. You, 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 you try to end profile solution. They will tell you why it can't happen. If you tried it, no, no, I don't need to try it. Or maybe I, I can see. It's, 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 gonna, it's not going to work. They're just, you're just I, I, pessimistic. I, 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 Yet you I, 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 don't I, I, need such people in your entourage. They weigh you down. And I would some people yet, whenever I've got crazy ideas, I avoid them as much as I can. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. You know, there are bad ideas for such. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you need yet people who tell you it's going to happen. It will work. People who then encourage you. Those are the people that you need in your, in, in your entourage. And yet, how do you interpret your world? How do you interpret things that are happening in your life? I, I always give this crazy example that... Mm-hmm. When someone sees that log, mm-hmm. that piece of food, mm-hmm. someone will say, wow, they're ingenuity will say, I can make a nice couch out of it. Some, their artistic um, uh, brain will say, maybe we can make nice conkers, drums out of it and we can play nice music. Then someone will say, if I get a very sharp axe, I can make good firewood out of it. So it's the same log. Someone is seeing a couch, someone is seeing a drum, someone is seeing firewood. So how do you interpret your world? It's what is important. The leper said, forget about the lepers, forget about our situation, but we are willing to confront our situation and we are going for the kill, we are going for the jugular. You are the master of your fate. Right. Now, let me, let, 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 let me just quickly get uh, in the next uh, hmm. five minutes and I'm done. Hmm. Look at um, the Israelites. These guys also remember to comment on the text that you read uh, when you started. Eh? Okay, no, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. The Israelites, Jed, they are in the land of bondage, 430 years, 428. They're in Egypt. They're mm-hmm. in Egypt. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they got delivered. These people have been slaves for 400 100 years. <laughs> These are like four centuries. It's like forever. It's like forever. And time for deliverance has come. Now they are transitioning to the promised land. <laughs> they get to the Red Sea. Yet you have never seen that. They began to well to murmur to complain. <laughs> so on either side there were mountains and in front of them there, were, there was the sea. <laughs> so the Lord was, knew that he was going to perform a miracle. But he knew these people's mental disposition. Then he said, let me send the Egyptian armies <laughs> so that these armies will drive them to their miracle. <laughs> Rather. Yes. So there are moments when we have to pray for problems to come because without those problems, yet you will be complacent, you will be satisfied with the status quo. In your comfort zone. Yes. So God had to mobilize the armies of Egypt and said, please go and drive these people to their miracles. 
So when you are praying for problems to go away, rather you should be praying that God, please, until I have the ribbon on my chest, these problems, they have to accompany me. What is it that, that I should learn in this predicament? That yes. I mean? Do you think without a penana, Hannah was going to have a child? Never. Never. And the Bible says in the book of Samuel, chapter number one, first Samuel, mm, mm. the Lord had closed Hannah's womb. Her barrenness had nothing to do with the devil. <laughs> Sorry, Jed, if you allow me to quickly, quickly, quickly read that scripture. Someone might think we are now <laughs> making stories. Please allow me to quickly read. Yeah, read. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah, yeah, opening another tin of beans. <laughs> yeah, I'll be very quick. First uh, Samuel chapter number one, verse number five. But to Hannah, he would give a double portion, for he loved Hannah, mm -hmm. although the Lord had closed her womb. Hmm. This is the Bible. <laughs> The Lord knew that Hannah was supposed to give birth to a great prophet. Mm. And it had to take prayer to <laughs> give birth to such a child. If the Lord had told Hannah mm. that pray, she wasn't going to pray. So he had to mobilize a penina who was going to give you a torrid time. <laughs> and if he said, my only resort is prayer. It's interesting you bring that up. Um, I think yesterday or the day before yesterday, I was listening to one of them. One of my favorite preachers, and you are saying, um, could it be that you are not get you are your prayers are not being answered because you are? I think James even says it, eh, mm -hmm. that you you don't get because your heart is not right. You ask amiss. Yes, 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 yes. In the sense that your intentions are not pure. You are probably mm -hmm. asking for a car so that you can show off to the next person. Yes, you know what I mean. So yeah. that I can be better too. Mm -hmm. And you was commenting on this same text, the one that you read, just read, and you were saying, initially, Hannah wanted a child so that she, um, in, in a sense, she proves to Penina mm -hmm. that you were laughing at me, but I can mm -hmm. also bear children. Mm -hmm. And you were saying, when you read the text, you notice that Hannah got to a point where she she changed her mode of prayer. Mm -hmm. She changed the intentions within and behind the prayers and then she she said lord if you give me a child i'll give him back to you yes yes exactly. this is exactly what you're saying you exactly know? exactly that you can almost say god orchestrated the events so that mm. <laughs> yeah one of these fine days yet i would also want us to talk about prayer mm. and and and, and I, I, the dimension where i want to talk to talk about it is let's look at the life of hannah and the prayer that she meant and also, I, I strongly, strongly believe, Jed, that there are certain things that happen when we petition heaven. And Jesus used to move from one point of prayer to the other and did miracles in between. Mary was just a juvenile, was a little girl to give birth to the greatest prophet of all time without prayer. So she was 19, eh? Yes. Hmm. But, but you see, we never hear of Mary going to pray, but... God raised the two intercessors way before Mary even was born. There is a lady called Anna, and there is a man called Simeon. Simeon. They were praying for the consolation of Israel, for the Messiah to. Yet, let's not let's not let's not even go there. We'll talk about prayer on one of the episodes. There goes another teaser. Yes. Yeah, but prayer does move mountains. It makes things happen. So, uh, yeah, the, 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 that's the thing. We, we, we spoke about Elisha presenting the word of God. And uh, yet, this my parting shot as I'm closing. I'm saying, the word is looking for people. Mm -hmm. The word mm -hmm. is being spoken. The word mm -hmm. is being ushered mm -hmm. everywhere. Mm -hmm. The word is being said. Mm -hmm. What is the word of the Lord saying mm -hmm. in your life in this particular mm -hmm. season? Mm -hmm. You, mm -hmm. The doctor said you are HIV positive. Mm -hmm. The doctor said you are diabetic. Mm -hmm. The doctor said you have hypertension. The doctor said you have you cancer. Have cancer. Mm -hmm. It's incurable. Mm -hmm. What is the, the word of the Lord saying? You have COVID. You have you have COVID, yes. Hmm. So 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 whose report shall you believe? Shall you believe? It's 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 a fact that you are sick, but the truth is saying you are healed. Hmm. So you, you, life and death has been presented before you. Which one are you going to choose? So hmm. 
we, we have to come to a point where we believe the word of the Lord without reservations, without looking at stereotypes, without judging it based on history, without hmm. looking at it through the filters of what's happening in our pockets. Hmm. Because that's what that man did who was standing close to the uh, man of God. He, he reasoned using his carnality, which is limited uh, in a way. So, identify yourself with the word. What is the word of the Lord saying? Because the word will never fail. Let God be true and all men be lying. Yes, yes. So this is my encouragement, people of God, tonight. That these men were leprosy, but they changed their lives and the course of history. And these men, Jed, we are not told of their names. They are identified with their condition. Leprosy men. This is what society dies. People always want to identify you with your condition. And they, they, they know your name. <laughs> yes. So these people, the, the Bible does not even tell us their names. Imagine. Four leprosy men. What do you think? So condition you are not going to pass. All that jet can only move one. We are not going to jump in a joke. The society no longer is going to be useless. That is immaterial. Let us fight to actualize the things that God has given us. Be blessed. Ah, uh, from my end, you know, I keep I keep thinking to myself, even when I was preparing for this mentally, that. You have to keep telling yourself what you want to see to be your reality. Yes. You have to keep saying it yourself, regardless of the opposition, regardless of the status quo. Keep saying it. Keep saying until it becomes a reality. Until they think you you are you are you are now running amok, you know. And I, I always think this to myself that you. Facts and reality are not necessarily the truth. Mm -hmm. The truth is what the word of God says about you and your situation. You know, even Jesus says, thy word is truth. That is the truth. This is Mazgui Inc. Until our next episode, you have a good life.